0: A Shishkin Productions podcast. When I was a news photographer, like my job was to go to crime scenes, so I felt like there was so much crime all the time. Yeah. You were a night crawl. No, no, no. Yeah, I meant like the X Man.
1: Oh, oh,
2: I thought you meant the yeah. movie. I, I thought you were talking like Jake. No,
1: Gyllenhaal. I was looking at his tail. I thought.
0: Stop bringing my tail! Listen, oh, my bad. <laughs> audio format. Yeah.
1: Hey, Sizzlers. What's up? We're back. The Sizzle Real podcast. It is back for yet another week. And what a week it is. A beautiful summer week here. Uh, COVID is over, according to Cuomo.
0: Officially over. There have been fireworks. The fireworks
1: (laughs) fireworks have indicated that the disease has stopped. Exactly.
0: Cuomo saved us.
1: Cuomo, uh, Big Daddy Cuomo, as we like to call him over here in the Sizzle oh, Real BBC. Land. Yeah, that's him. That's, that's
0: him. <laughs> Chris, what's up, man? Welcome, welcome back, dude. Thanks. Uh, it's it's been a while. You went out of town. I did. I went to where did I go? Upstate, Mou-
1: Mountainville, New York. Yeah, right across the across the way from Beacon. We have a very special guest coming up later, and he nodded. He was like, yeah, I know that place. He's from Beacon, I think, or somewhere thereabouts. Oh, okay. That's a little okay. hint.
0: That's a little hint. So. That's cool. Is is Beacon the, the town that we stopped at on the way back from that one music festival? That is, yeah. Also, Beacon's like,
1: I think Beacon Beacon is like a kind of hipster place to move if you like, are sick of the city. You're like, I'm just
0: moving to Beacon, man. And in reality, you get there, and you're like,
3: oof. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: not, not much here why am i here you know? i
0: don't know there's, there's a lot of those small towns upstate are just so, there is a lot of character in them I they're, met, they're a lot of fun to visit
1: i met someone yeah. it was a small town i agree i met someone from beacon once and she was like just a small town girl. <laughs> and i was like someone already did that Chris, um before we get too deep into this, let's where can the people find us? We need more voicemails. Oh,
0: yeah, we need voicemails. 332-333-4361. That is a sizzle real hotline, mm. uh the cold line, the cold hotline. line. I don't know. Brr. Don't worry, no one's going to pick up. You're going to go straight to voicemail and you can leave us any kind of voicemail you want. That's right. And maybe we'll play it here. As a matter of fact, you better keep listening cuz
1: one of these upcoming episodes, we've got our next contest that we're going to unveil. Oh, and we got a good one. We got a great one. It's, a,
0: it's top secret, though. We, we can't, can't let it out
1: yet. We can't tell you Still what the prize hammering is. hammering out the details. Because when we came up with it, we were drunk and we forgot it. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to remember it, though. I guarantee it. It's going to be a good one. Um, Chris, dude, you have had a pretty chill week. You haven't really done shit. You, that, you, you, the, you spent the last three days addressing 20 minutes of notes, and then you wrote a script.
0: That's basically true. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I've been a, a utility Player lately okay. I, i've been helping out all around the office you know i've been helping amy build some stuff here and there i uh i watered the plants today that's a good point yeah and i sent some emails really? I've, been, I've been communicating pretty well i think that's true we're expanding the jellyfish and oh, you've been you've been, right. you've been heading that up i did do that i uh i've been talking to jj powell he's like a director of something over at OWC. Shout out to JJ Powell, the major come up,
1: because JJ Powell used to be a lowly, uh, no offense, JJ, if you're listening, but a lowly <laughs> fucking account rep at Lumaforge. Then Lumaforge got bought by OWC, other world or other world computing mm-hmm. was called, And they're a massive company. And so big come up for Lumaforge. But then JJ got promoted to like director of marketing or something like that.
0: Just a little bit of context. Uh this whole thing where we're talking about the jellyfish, which is our server, which is what we work yes. off of. We're expanding that. And JJ is the sales rep for it. He was the sales rep. And right. now he's like a big wig at OWC. Yeah, but
1: he's still our sales rep because, you know, we got in the door through JJ. No, cool. But now he's in his corner office from his like high, like midtown. I don't know. He's, oh, he's yeah. Like, he's got like a 54 floor corner office, all glass, everything. You know,
0: I think he actually might be a little bit overwhelmed right now because, uh, it took about six weeks to get this order through and it was partially on our side. You know, we weren't in a huge hurry, but also, you know, sometimes we'd ask a question, wouldn't get an answer for, you know, like a week or two. I, I think he's got a lot on his plate with this, you know, the, uh, the, the buyout. The pay- what, what do you call it? Oh, the acquisition. That, the the acquisition, acquisition. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the, uh,
1: supply chain issues that are occurring. No, I ever I, since I... that boat got stuck in the Nile or whatever the <laughs>
3: fuck happens. <laughs> that was really a
1: big moment for human history. Um, you know, what's crazy is uh, our buddy Joe Nana, former guest of the pod, friend of the pod. He uh, hit me up today and he was asking details about a jellyfish. And I got to say, oh, yeah. if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, uh, you run like a maybe a small little post-production company or anything where you need to have multiple editors working off of the same footage. Highly recommend jellyfish. Even if you have a big company and you're doing like a multi, multi-week shoot somewhere in a remote location. Mm-hmm get the jellyfish mobile. It's a fucking great server solution. I mean, we're expanding ours to 8, so we're going to have 8 computers that can be on this jellyfish on the server all working off the same footage at the
0: same time. Exactly. It's going to be lit. It's uh it's actually really impressive. Like it's a great investment. It is an investment, but it low key is what has allowed our company to grow the way that it's been growing because we can bring additional editors in. We yep. can we can tell clients that we have the bandwidth literally yep. and figuratively mm-hmm. to bring on more projects so yeah. we can have a lot more going on at once.
1: And it's our internal bandwidth is killer, but our
0: internet oh, no. is fucking garbage. Oh, there's a it's a whole situation.
1: I'm not even going to address that on the pod because it cuz doesn't
0: deserve that shit. Actually, I'm going to bleep that. I'm not even going to say who the internet service provider is because they don't deserve any They're publicity. Trash. They're, They're trash. They're trash. They cap even even their highest plan that isn't like super business related. They cap yep. upload at 35 Gigs, thirty-five megabits per second. Megabits, there we go. Thirty-five megabits per second.
1: Our guest is shaking his head vigorously, like his headphones fell off. That is how vigorously he shook his head at that.
0: Literally, we have a a deliverable on on this. Actually, today, today we have to deliver something. The day that this pod is is in your ear, and it's gonna be a ProRes clean file, and it's probably gonna be what like. 20, yeah 20 ish gigs, 20 something gigs. I'm going to literally have to go home and use my home Internet because it's faster than what we have here. Yeah, it's good right now. Which is
1: it's inexcusable. It's it is a fucking business. I'm, right? p- I'm pissed. I'm All pissed. Right. I know. Chris, it's going to take Chris is going to walk home 25 minutes and then upload the file and it'll be
0: done before it, it would be if you started it here. That's true. That's and fact. it's not even a close thing. It would, be, it would take like five hours here. Literally, literally. Uh, so I uploaded, I think, a, a two gig file the other day and it took like 45 minutes. It's uh, not cool, right? It's absolutely expe- not cool. Especially absolutely not cool. Sometimes the way we operate, you know, it's the very end of the day when we're exporting. You know, yeah. It's like five o'clock. All right, time to send this out. I'll just upload it real quick. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, oh, 45 minutes from yep, now. Exactly. I- and then I can send the email. It ruins it ruins our business. Mm-hmm. It ruins
1: our business. Really, what I like to do when we have a guest is try to bait them into talking, because right before we start, I'll give you guys a look at how the <laughs> sausage is made right before we start. I, uh, I tell them, you can't talk until we introduce you. And then I, I always try to get them to talk i'll look at them and be like right 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 that's literally the entire time
0: it. it's it's like you're having a conversation with two people even though only one other person is talking yeah well i guess it's about time to bring him in then we got the
1: one and only bill waters he's here live in the studio he's gonna play us a song a little bit later i think at the end of the show so stick around for that but bill welcome
2: thanks guys thanks for having me Great to be here.
1: We're excited that we have someone at the damn podcast for once who knows their way around a microphone.
2: Oh, to to put my mouth up right up on yeah, it. Yeah, we got some scrubs
1: yeah. who come in here like like. Well, should I call them out by name?
3: <laughs> I
0: look. I no no no.
1: no? Well, should maybe I, should I completely alienate our past <laughs> guests?
3: We're <laughs> not gonna come we, back.
0: We we literally have people who have been on
2: several times and
0: they're still making the same mistakes. They still just, don't know what they're doing. Slowly drifting away. Do you from think the it was mic, like
2: just uh, like that? Like this. Yep was it like a was it a a covid thing you think they didn't want to get up on the mic cuz no, we, nah. we scrub they these down. down. We yeah, scrub right. these down. You see right there, we got the Cloroxes. Yeah, we scrub, scrubbed so those down. There's so much Clorox around here. This it's insane. And, and clorox it's so everywhere. well
3: ventilated in here,
0: too. Of, yeah, you, yeah, you, ventilation. you literally can't catch COVID in here. Yeah, there's a U, UV everywhere. We also
1: don't allow people in who aren't vaccinated because that's some bullshit. That, Straight up. Right. If you're going to walk around yeah. as a non vaccinated person right now in God's America, you can go fuck yourself. In Cuomo's New York? Yeah, is that not what I just said? yeah, yeah. God's America, right? Same thing that's um, right, yeah. bill welcome man how's Thank it how's you. it going i know that you we met let me let me give some background yeah we yeah, met yeah. playing music that's right and yeah, um yeah. actually on the side i like to make some music and uh we are on the same label we were that's label right. mates for a few albums there
2: and um that's right yeah but you do uh you do sound you work in the realm of sound work in the realm of sound yeah it's mostly uh editorial and podcast right now and paying the bills and i got nothing to complain well, about literally yeah, literally paying, paying that bill yeah that's right yeah 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 it's good yeah um obviously working on music is more fun but uh musicians don't have any fucking money so you gotta work at a magazine have you ever been paid to do music to perform music to what any, do you mean?
1: anything well because like it's tough to make money yeah, playing music yeah, yeah, right yeah. but all, if you want a gig like it it's easier to get a gig doing some corporate shit, right? Like mixing something or whatever. Right. But have you ever had a, a, a gig where like
2: maybe you get to write a song or play a jingle yeah. or something
1: or write a jingle or something like that?
2: I had, I had one really good one. It wasn't insanely lucrative, but it was professional and looks good on my resume. Um, And it was a, a, a quote unquote ghost writing gig. And uh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, it was good. And like, you know, those those are hard to get and it's all like you know if you know someone who knows someone um but that's super fun because you're writing music for other people and it's like you know you like you're you have such a better perspective but and then you know as far as like playing live music the best gigs and this is just you know stood the test of time the best gigs are playing at private colleges because they have these insane budgets oh yeah
0: like like events
1: at, at
2: yeah, the colleges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is like, kinda like a bar mitzvah or
1: something yeah. basically? Yeah. Um you I, you, you're, is it actually literally a bar
3: mitzvah? No. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I was gonna
1: say that'd be crazy. You all you gotta learn is one song. Uh, da, 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 da,
3: uh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: No, that's it. The the best one was uh the Bard Freshman Orientation. What a great name too. Bard. Yeah. For yeah, music yeah. too. I mean, that's right. That's, uh, it fits. Upstate. Okay, and uh, it's like this, like pretty pretentious private college, and they gave me five hundred dollars to uh sing over my pre-recorded live tracks at their freshman orientation. Maybe one of the weirdest things I've ever done. Uh, it was in the middle of the day. And they put a stage in a field and everybody was just like eating around me. And I just like (laughs) did like karaoke style, like just like sang over these pre-recorded tracks. Did you just keep your sunglasses on and just do it? I I did have sunglasses on (laughs) and uh, it was, yeah, it was weird. I had one friend that came with me. And we were just like ripping a bong right before, and I like got up there and I was like, "This is fucking insane." And I actually don't want to do this. I want to go home, but like, <laughs> I did it. And then just some lady gives me a five hundred dollar check, and I'm like, "This is wow. sick." Wow. Yeah. How did you, so? How did you get hooked up with that? You just knew someone, or they found you? Yeah. So like, I had played up there in a uh, in like other bands and stuff, and like knew the people that were like booking the shows there, like you know like. It, You know friends that were like students there that would book the shows and stuff um and then you know places like that are really lazy about like looking you know booking acts and booking bands so they'll just take like yeah (laughs) they'll just take like the fucking like you know leftover roster of people who've already played there and just like kind of go through and like email blast them you know yeah all you have to do is say yes and then you're
1: there um That's one thing that we're looking at. You said about talking about booking. That's something that we have actually been looking at trying to figure out better ways to like ways to book people on the pod. Cause they're straight up. Like I'm just hitting up friends and be like, Hey, you want to come on? You want to come on? But what I want to do and you know, tell me if you think this would work, but we're trying to come up with like maybe just a, a basic outreach format form letter or something that we're going to send to like local, like specifically based in Brooklyn PR companies and be like, Hey, if you guys have oh. anything that you want to promote or you have anyone on your, you know, like say you're an agent and you represent authors and this person has a book coming next February, yeah. maybe they want
2: to come through in September, right? I think so. that's pretty smart. I, th- I think that's a pretty good, good idea because I don't know. It's kind of, you know, both parties will benefit. I'm sure there's a bunch of PR companies that will just like jump on that because they're trying yeah. to book their talent on, you know, on whatever, exactly, you know? Uh, it's like we're being added to their outreach roster. Totally, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We the know. bad part, I would say, the the con is that you might end up getting some like shitty, boring person, and you have to talk to them about like their fucking like bad art for like an hour. Well, but we we normally just do that with each other. So. True, right, yeah. <laughs> but so here's the well thing. Get paid, here's a thing. But, you know. but
1: but we wouldn't have to do it. We'd put them on a different show. Mm, Our show oh, is yeah. reserved for the people who. You know, okay. They, word. Yeah, they I got don't, you. Aren't artists? Right. You right. Know what I mean, we're talking corporate shit here. Yeah. Yeah. We're, t- <laughs> you, <laughs> we're talking money. All right. With you, we'll, we're gonna spend the first half of the show talking music, and then
2: after Which the break, music? we're gonna get into that corporate shit. Yeah. But uh, you gotta, know, gotta get into crypto too. Oh, <laughs> all right, right. right. Let's do it. Yeah. You no, know, I'm, ridiculous. I'm, I'm game. Yeah. I'm game. Okay. Game. 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 We'll talk about a little bit.
1: Yeah. Three white guys in a Bushwick warehouse talking about crypto. It checks out. What? Um. Tell me about that. You said you had a ghostwriting job. Yeah. Can you talk about that more? Yeah. Yeah. For sure did yeah. you
2: get that what 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 was it tell us more yeah um so i got it through my friend alex um and he's a he's a producer and he was producing an album for this uh this artist named her it's like capital h e r legend yeah yeah she's great and so i mean for like you know for big artists like that you know when you're like signed to a major label you can absolutely opt to have other people like you know not like f- it's not like we were like fully writing her songs, you know, she would send a demo of like, you know, her vocal line and a piano and an acoustic guitar. So like, you know, the songs there, you know? Yeah. And so you, you, at that point you pretty much have these like session musicians, write arrangements over top of this song, you know? And yeah, so that was super good. And my friend Alex was uh, mastering some music of mine at the time. And so I was kind of like, you know, hanging out with him and was just around and he's, in Brooklyn and uh yeah he just threw me on there and it was great um it was cool like working with like professional session musicians who like just like do not fuck around and have like insane chops yeah that's um, wild wait yeah. so what how many of you were there and how long did it last and all yeah that? yeah yeah there were uh I think maybe eight or nine of us in total um and it lasted for probably a month you know because it was like you know you like write a bunch of stuff over this demo, you send it back and then they'll send you back notes and be like, this sucks or this doesn't suck. And then you kind of revise from there. So did they like any of your parts? Did you get parts? Yeah. On the, on yeah. The yeah. Album? yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a few, uh, there's a few licks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's cool. And I would love to like get more gigs like that, but you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta play the game. You gotta network, like, right. a, like a crazy person. And I don't, I'm bad at that and it's boring. You know, I like networking. I mean, I like it in the sense of like my friends, you know what I mean? If it's like my friends do stuff that I'm interested in and, you know, I can work with my friends. I love that. And that's like beautiful, you know, but like, I think I don't like it because I'm bad at it. You know, I'm bad at the schmoozing aspect of it. So Sometimes it's not even, you don't even have
0: to schmooze that much. Sometimes just putting in a little bit of FaceTime or like an email or yep. a text here and there is enough. Like, I, because I'm also bad at it. That's... Basically, the whole reason I work here (laughs) is because a a, 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 light flies to shit. (laughs) No, no, because when I got here, you know, Alexi was like, come here, you'll find work. And then he like literally uh, when I first moved here, I was in a hotel for the first month, like looking for a place. And he like had work for me the second week I was here. And then like I just he kept finding work for me and I never had to look for it on my own. So I
2: never had to really do that grind kind of like an agent Alec- yeah so alexi was networking for you and i
1: Shishkenberg. my
2: Shishkin. <laughs> yeah seriously Shishkenstein. i'm eight percent jewish I'm just saying. um not yeah, actually no nine. that's a good position to be in and i'm in that position too with my girlfriend these past two jobs that i've had have been through her networking i haven't had to network at all and it's amazing and She's good at that shit too, though. Yeah, no, you she's know? really, really good. She's, she works in the podcast world. Yeah, yeah, she's oh, a real? she's a mm-hmm. podcast producer, like a, a full time podcast producer. We're gonna uh, have to have awesome. her on. Tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she'll uh talk to you about podcasts all day. But yeah, she's really good at networking. That's meta as fuck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> podcast about podcasts. I never yeah. met a podcast I didn't like. <laughs> Just kidding. I've met a lot of those. You know? Yeah, there's pl- there's plenty. Uh, first the first one that I don't like is yeah. Let's hear it. Uh okay, I'm yeah, here for this. I'm here for this. The fucking slander. the Joe Rogan. I,
0: I knew. I I was you hoping you'd go him, there. This is a big Joe Rogan guy. No, I f- Chris, Okay. Chris listen. drinks alpha brain coffee. <laughs> that's that's kind of true. <laughs> I, I used to put coconut oil on my coffee, but that it was bo- that, not
1: cuz of Joe Rogan. Chris did it before Joe Rogan did.
0: But it. Joe Joe Rogan makes me angry for a lot of reasons. In fact, Joe Rogan's the reason I didn't want to do a podcast cuz I felt like right, there was right, already right. too many white dudes Putting out like misinformation on podcasts. And I was like, I'm just going to be another one of them. I'm just going to be another one. Tied it on my ass. I
2: don't think you guys are putting out misinformation. I think you guys are. Thank you. I don't. Appreciate, I don't. I appreciate no, it. I, I, I appreciate it. Thank, have thank you. What
0: the
1: fuck? <laughs> Wait, so what are your least favorite ones? Uh,
2: all right. I mean, to be honest, I don't listen to that many podcasts. I really like don't. Uh, but yeah, the Joe Rogan one is like bad. The other one that I really don't like is for a company that we all know and they put out a weekly uh, podcast what is it you don't yeah you can say it it's okay we can bleep it
0: oh okay it's the it's the i did not even know they did
1: i didn't that. know they had one yeah you
3: should
2: have
3: yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wow
2: that's honestly that it could be good it, it could be good it, it could, could be, be good uh, but yeah please bleep it out because I they will, I will. we both you and i yeah are yeah, yeah, sucking yeah, yeah, the teeth yeah. of them yeah.
1: so. well, we'll, <laughs> right. well we'll move on from that because all of the things sure. that we're gonna say people are gonna like i don't even know what the reference right. Right. Yeah. right right right, right. Yeah, um yeah. okay for me oh man i don't even know what my like ones i don't like are just because yeah. if i don't like it i don't really listen to it right i can say i i can say ones i used to like and then fell out of love with how about that like yeah yeah the things that got me into podcaster like that same exact kind of pathway that everyone goes down right where it's like um where i I imagine everyone goes down true crime npr this american life all that old school shit. like in high school i loved that and that got me into it and then i remember there was just like one day when i was listening to it and i was like i don't care about this story like when ira glass is like Mm -hmm. today we're talking about planters and what do they really mean and where do they come from it's like i don't give a fuck about planters that like, sounds I, good I don't, honestly yeah, <laughs> see no link, no i might yeah. actually listen yeah, to that link yeah me. Nah, you're a fool bro drop Cr- a link no 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 links no links i'm like i'm gonna bleep it out as a matter of fact you guys don't even know what we're gonna talk about um no nah, but the, for me yeah that was it i mean this american life was my intro into it and then there was like all it's like all those npr shows yeah the, yeah yeah. the click and clack the tapper brothers or whatever you know what i'm talking about
0: that one was uh no, yeah. it, was, it was it was like a,
1: ca- a car. It was a car thing. You never listened to radio, talk radio, growing I, up. No,
0: I I actually really enjoyed morning shows growing up, like the morning oh. zoo kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like the main <laughs> podcast that I listened to is a sports podcast that was originally a sports morning radio show. That kind of you know they just moved with the ages off of terrestrial radio into the podcast world. Right. right. Why do
2: they
1: call it terrestrial radio? Because it's never been on the ground. Yeah. It's always it's, in the it's air. In the air. Yeah. It's kind of weird. They should call it like. Uh, what's the word for aer- aer- aeronautic? Yep. That's aer- definitely it. Yeah. A- <laughs> <Yeah>. Aeronautical <laughs> radio. Um, all right, guys. Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick little tiny, tiny, tiny little break. A little, quick break little tiny break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about um, the corporate world of production, specifically as it relates to audio. We've talked a lot about video in the past. Now, Chris, we're talking Audio. Buckle up, baby. The, get your questions ready, Chris. <laughs> Chris
0: I, has a whole list of them. I've got a got a rolodex <laughs> of questions. He's got like
1: a. It's like he unrolled it like Moses with a script. Actually, <laughs> I guess Moses had tablets. Either way.
0: Oh, I got this Sur- big old one. I got this <laughs> Surface Pro. This
1: giant Surface Pro. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: year i'm braxton i'm
3: tia i'm lauren
0: i'm chris and we're bringing you the group text podcast we are four black cousins texting all day every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets and you know we're bringing the
2: group text to the podcast world
0: yep talking about why america is trash but also why you should have hope we're recapping everything pop culture current events and what's viral this week and
2: even hitting you with some life advice like when you should know if they buck
0: Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if the city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Sizzlers, welcome back. We're here, we're talking about audio Yes. And we're gonna talk about making money with audio. And yeah. a little segue, I just wanna say in celebration, the sizzle reel has made its first
3: dollar. We <laughs> made
1: our first dollar. Thank you to the anchor.fm podcast app or something like that. Thanks, Anchor. As a matter of fact, you'll you'll be surprised to know we actually have
0: made a dollar twenty-six
2: as of today. You know? yeah. That's
0: crazy because now this doesn't date back to our first episode. This nope. is this Started maybe what in the twenties, maybe even the thirties. Yeah,
3: the (laughs) nineteen twenties.
0: Speaking of nineteen
1: twenties, a dollar twenty six will go a long way in the nineteen twenties. Dust bowl times, I could have
0: bought a house probably for a dollar twenty six easily. You could have paid for uh, you know generations worth of education. I wish I I wish I (laughs) would have. We got
1: uh,
2: Bill Waters out here on the pod.
1: Bill, you just made a what did you do? You scored a film or something, didn't you?
2: Uh, no, I didn't score a film. I, I've been, I've been saying the word short film to people and I should stop saying that because it's actually, it's a, it's a double music video with, uh, I guess, you know, an interlude in between the songs and like, you know, an intro and outro. Right. So yeah, I've been working on that. Uh, my friend Harrison, uh, directing it and wrote it. Wait, and so what are you, you're, you're mixing it? No, no, it's, it's, I'm, I would say I'm the star. I'm starring in this. uh oh, here on there. the screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're on the yeah, silver screen. Was, so I didn't, misrepresented. I didn't explain that yeah. well. That's my fault. Anyway, it's all
1: good. I mean, you're, we're learning as the listeners. Yeah. Learning, no. So and that's it's, beautiful.
2: It's a. It's a. It's a double music video. Right. You know, two songs, one video. We'll split it up <laughs> into two links for the people who don't have time to watch the whole one. But uh, so the the pre the for the first one the first song. It's me in a dance rehearsal studio with uh, three dancers and a rehearsal coach. And it's a choreographed dance to the song. So like the past three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah. I've been having dance rehearsals uh, in Midtown with these dancers and um, like trying to learn the choreography that uh, was written for the song. Mm -hmm. And it's really fucking hard. It's like really, really hard to dance. And I'm like, you know. To hang with these like pro dancers, and I'm like, damn, like my mind thinks that like I'm doing what you're doing, but then I look in the mirror and like my, bo- my body looks nothing like their bodies. Like, oh man,
0: it's, it's impossible. so hard. Dude, it's impossible. It's, my only experience ever doing any sort of dancing was like in college, we would do dances for like philanthropies basically, yeah. and we'd yeah. all look le- like five of us would learn a dance together, like we're a fucking boy band, and I whenever i'd watch
2: the videos back i was like that's what i look like oh my god saying i mean i'm so glad like you know we're like doing you know we've been doing it in these dance studios, and there's like you know just a giant mirror in front of you the whole time so it's like you can see yeah dancing is one thing dancing in front of a
1: mirror is a whole different well you know what it is it's like that's why i put mirrors in my house dance
0: like nobody's watching including yourself
1: (laughs)
2: yeah watch like nobody's dancing (laughs) yeah right what (laughs) (laughs) just just laugh (laughs) Well, like I thought, like you know, I love getting drunk and dancing at a club or a bar. It's like one of my same, favorite things same, to do, except right? without the
0: dancing or the club or the bar.
1: Right? Okay.
2: I can do the <laughs> Donald Trump dance, you know, the little
0: yeah. Chris is doing Donald Trump from side to side yeah. while YMCA plays in the
2: background.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you can find that video on the Patreon. <laughs> we'll put Chris up there
2: doing the dance. Um, I thought I thought that like I was like kind of good at like dancing. But then like the difference between being drunk and dancing in a bar and being stone cold sober in a rehearsal studio in front of a mirror is like insane. It's really, it's hard. We had our last rehearsal today and we're going to shoot on Monday and uh, we're going to see how it goes. Do you feel good about where you're at? I feel, I do. I do feel good. good. And I should say that like, you know, part of the script, part of the plot is that, um, is that I'm trying to keep up with these dancers. Oh, okay. So there's, okay, but you know, not, I, I have to know all the choreography. I have to know all the moves, you know, Yeah. now you have to be good enough to look like you're not good. Yeah. No, true. I'm still at the point where like, it's like, I'm just not good. And, like, it's not, <laughs> like It's, you know, it, it's in my favor, but, um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. We're shooting it on film, which is really exciting because I've never cool. done that before. Um, that's very interesting. I've, I've never worked with film in my life. Really? You, you guys haven't like gone down it. with that? It's no, expensive.
1: It's just, it's yeah, like it's prohibitively expensive. expensive. Well, actually, it's you, not that expensive. If you go back into the Sizzle reel universe, what do we call it? It's the like Sizzle the first reel episode, cinematic maybe, maybe universe. Maybe Chris uh, used to work with eight millimeter porn. That's oh really? Not, that's yeah. not totally true.
2: Right. <laughs> okay. Sixteen <That's>, millimeter porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was super eight. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no one time. Uh, so I had a a small job once upon a time where I would run like home movies old home movies on on eight and super eight through a projector that like basically digitized it and one time uh you know someone was bringing in their their parents old film and one of the tapes happened to be a homemade video it sounds really
2: sexy honestly yeah Um, i was i would love for that to happen to me that (laughs) was
1: that was chris's first ever job in in the film world that's basically eight true millimeter that's, layoffs
0: that's the first or, time i ever actually got paid for it yeah, yeah. i had some internships but what was stuff. your first ever job in the uh audio or film world
2: in and the au- or, either yeah. either or yeah first job in the audio world it, internships don't count right we're not yeah i'll tell you, the first thing you got but, paid yeah, for. yeah first thing you got paid for. first thing i got paid for uh it was probably a mixing gig for somebody um but I, I don't want to count that because I don't think that counts. I want to think of it in the way of corporate jobs. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah please. Sure. First, like, real corporate job where I was getting paid for that um, was probably at Citizen, actually.
1: Word. Yeah. Oh, what a
2: great segue. Or, uh, okay, I'll un- undo one. that fucking segue. Bookmark yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, there. Uh, no, the, fr- the first, like, I guess, full one was for the Moscow Ballet. That was the first... Damn job that I had where it was like corporate job. You're getting paid to do audio. Um How topical!
1: I'm from Moscow. You were just doing ballet. This right? Is, this is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a small world. Uh, the the it's, know, it's, it's, it's pretty big. It's pretty <laughs> big. It's a lot of people. It's like eight eight billion or something, something like that. Wait, Here's, but let's give the ba- well. Tell me the ballet thing. I guess. Tell sure. Me the yeah, ballet yeah
2: thing. the ballet thing's quick. Um, I was doing audio engineering for the Moscow Ballet on their Nutcracker tour. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> the funny thing about it though is like that I was like there's lots of funny things about it. The funny thing about it is the I name. was Name like, for what? <laughs> it was so awkward cuz I was like just filling in for I think it was like 3 weeks. Uh 3 weeks I was filling in for somebody that was coming joining the tour later, you know, like he just couldn't get mm-hmm. there for the first 3 weeks. Yeah. Wait, so you're you're touring with them? I was touring with okay. them, yeah. Yeah, so the f- the first day um flew out to San Francisco and we had like a week of rehearsals. And then we just started going up, up and down the West Coast, up and then down the West Coast. And then I left uh, in like Idaho. I think I flew out of Idaho. Right. That was weird. It was fun. And I saw all these weird, shitty towns that I would probably never see otherwise. Um, And those towns saw ballet they would never see. That's right. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was funny. Like going to like these small, like, you know, hick towns and like. The theater holds like fifty people or yeah, something. Like stop
1: in Bakersfield. Yeah. No.
2: Did you really? We, yeah, Bakersfield, That's California. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And Fresno too. Fresno was fucking trash. Oh my God. Wow. Sorry if anyone's from Fresno. No, guys. don't apologize. No, I won't just apologize. Just make your city, city better. Shit. Yeah, Fresno make it worthy like, There's no apologies <laughs> here. But then, like, you know, like we played this place in San Francisco. It was the Palace of Fine Arts and it was just this like huge, fucking beautiful theater. And, like, it was, like, sold out. And it was, like, yeah, the the venue, the venues were not consistent. Um, when the venues are different like that, does that make your job more difficult? Or does it kind of not affect it? The bigger venues are usually easier because they have more money and have better sound systems. The smaller venues, it's, like, we got this shitty PA with, like, one speaker that doesn't work. And I'm, like, okay.
1: It's like when you're doing, uh, like,
2: sound for a show or something. Totally, yeah. Same idea. But it was pretty easy. I mean, like, my job was, like... I literally just had to learn the cues of the show so that, you know, when this dancer puts their foot down, I fucking hit play on the MacBook and start this track. And that was Mm -hmm. like about it. The shitty part was that like, you know, we would stay up late drinking and then you have to wake up at like 6 a.m. and like load in.
1: Matt King would have some stuff to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) We did a thing called
2: March Madness where
1: we basically listed off shitty things about working in this industry. Yep. And I one don't. of the ones Matt King submitted was when the client makes you stay out late drinking with them. And I yeah, was like, I mean, eh, I don't
2: know. That's It's your choice. It is your choice. I mean, I like doing it here. Yeah, it's at home here. When I can Fresno. Like, when yeah. I can get to my own bed. Yeah, like, if you care. wake mm-hmm. up in a
1: Fresno Best Western and everything oh, yeah. looks like garbage outside. Yeah, we would like... Knows?
0: Dude, waking up hungover and not like that first instant where you don't really know where you are because it's not a place that oh, you normally are. It's pretty crazy. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, we would like... Half the time we slept on the tour bus because it was like a sleeper bus. Half the time we were in hotels. But yeah, waking up hungover and like in a new city that you've never been in, in like the smallest bunk you can imagine, it's a very strange feeling. Um, let me ask you. So yeah. after that,
1: you had a different job, and I was at Citizen.
2: I mean, and I they That's probably right.
1: weren't very
2: close in time, or were they? Like they were. It was congruent. back. It was back to back. Yeah, what? I got I got home from the ballet, and then. Uh, like I think, like two weeks later, I was working at Citizen.
1: Yeah, that was a uh Citizen. If you guys don't know, I mean, I right. feel like if you're in New York, you yeah, know it's what a Citizen very New is. But basically, it's an app that it's look straight up. It's a fear mongering bullshit app, in my yep. opinion. That you, people put on their phones and it just tells you like when bad things are happening yeah. around
0: New York, it, it, which is like all the time. It's basically like listening to a police scanner, but you don't have to listen to it just because you put push notifications. And it'll
1: be like someone got stabbed at these cross streets, and then you'll be like, holy shit. That's like only like 12 cross streets from me. But in reality, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like
2: you wouldn't have even been there. Who cares? Like you wouldn't have known if you weren't yeah, fucking like, looking like mm-hmm.
1: chill, chill, man. We
0: already got enough anxiety in our lives. You Dude, know that's that. When I was a news photographer, like my job was to go to crime scenes. So I felt like there was so much crime all the time. Yeah. And I I mean, I guess there it, is There's is. always something happening. But it's, it's you very, were a night crawler. Yeah, Uh no no, no. no. we've okay. talked i was not a stringer i was fully employed with the well either household. either way
1: either way you it seemed like there was That's a, lot of a compliment crime going on. too yeah also i meant like the x-man oh i thought oh, you, i thought you meant the yeah. movie i thought you were talking like jake no Gyllenhaal. i was looking at his tail i
0: thought <laughs> no, oh, yeah, like, no. No. stop bringing my tail
1: audio format oh uh, fucking awkward. audio format. Um, <laughs> no
0: but you were saying that it seems like there's a lot of crime but in reality there isn't right I well i mean there there is but it, it's a lot of it is just it's not like random crime where you're, you're just walking down the sidewalk and you get gunned down. Right. It's like it's, <laughs> right. a lot of it is like personal <laughs> conflicts and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it just makes it seem much worse than it
2: is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Wait, what I, were you I doing at the citizen app? You were, you yeah. were listening to the police. Scanners. Yeah. So we were listening to the police scanners, um, but they were, it was police scanner tape from like, you know, the previous week we would get, we would be listening to that batch. And with that audio, we would listen to it and we would pick like kind of like trigger hot words like gun or knife or fight. Right. Mm -hmm. And you pretty much tag the timestamp where that happened and you feed that piece of audio and that word into this computer for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. And they're building this kind of algorithmic system that can listen to police scanners and know what's going on without a human there. Right. Damn. So that's like, that was the bulk of my job was like listening that creating the ai database yeah and like yeah i mean what you guys were saying before like it's a lot of domestic isolated stuff you know Mm -hmm. of course every once in a while somebody will randomly get stabbed by a crazy person that that does happen that happens all over the world million people yeah that's true yeah you put enough people into one place like that shit's gonna happen you know but no it's definitely fear-mongering and like they're also like politically like pretty fucked they're like Trying to, like, you know, stay in the middle, but they also kind of, like, jerk off to the NYPD. Yeah, they kind of have to. Yeah. In order to get access like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, damn, if they could, like, lean, if they could take a sharp, hard left, you know, it could maybe be something good. You know, like, that type of technology, maybe. I don't know how, but
1: anyways, yeah. I think the technology is interesting just from a purely, like, theoretical point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's just wild, man, because, I mean, at this point, we're all just doing a lot of work that is helping create like a robust uh, sort of AI algorithm or whatever. And that's across the board, I think, in audio and in video. Yeah. And eventually, like those AI tools are going to be so powerful that rather than having a team of like, you know, 40 people working on something, that team is going to be able to be whittled down to like six and they'll still get the same amount of productivity out of them. So I I I will, I
0: will give a a small shout out to the citizen app because uh, yesterday, yesterday I had a volleyball game Mm -hmm. this is a very very different, but I, I had a volleyball game and I got an alert right like an hour before the game on citizen about, you know, like NYPD is doing some sort of rescue on the river and that's like where the, it was right where the volleyball game is supposed to be. And I was like, Hmm, hope it doesn't get canceled. Well, the league didn't say anything. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then we got there and the rescue is still going on and the volleyball game is canceled. I'm like, oh, the citizen app knew. That's before true. It, like it. The yeah. Information is nice to have.
2: It is. And especially I remember like, you know, I would like talk to people and like whatever it would come up that I worked there last summer. People were talking about it in terms of like all the protests. And saying, like, it was pretty helpful, like, to avoid the NYPD, you know, because yeah, you can see sense, like, where quality. there's, like, insane police activity. It's like, OK, I'm going to walk a different way home. That is nice. So that's, you know, you, I didn't even think about that, actually. And that's, like, maybe one of the ways that if they went super left, they could use it in this, like, anti-police kind of yeah. thing, which would be way more badass. And, it like, would
1: be tight, but then like, it's just weird because NYPD controls the access that they have, right? Right. So, yeah, exactly. Like, so they can
2: you do, you know, right. I think you got to intercept the feed. <laughs>
1: that's what Dude, you gotta do. Right. Aeronautical, <laughs> terrestrial radio. Well, you
2: yeah. can do that. That's the crazy thing is all of this like police radio stuff. Like it's all uh public information. You know, yeah. you can get a police scanner and listen to this shit. You know, if we you should wanna. play the police scanner on the pod at some point. It yeah, really, it's gonna it get really depressing. Put it on we the page about five
0: minutes. and in, in my photographer days, uh they actually J S O Jacksonville Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office. We used to have scanners in the newsroom, and they took them away. They they disallowed it because. There was a point where we were getting to the crime scenes before the, the Who cops much were.
1: spread of information, yeah. they the, want to control the information. Exactly. I guess that's not mm. the night crawler
2: scenario. The movie. Yeah. Not the X, not the, the X man. Oh yeah. Tail. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stop yeah. talking about Chris's <laughs> tail on the pod. Bill. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, like, can't hear it. So we shouldn't even talk about I it. Can't it doesn't matter. I
1: can't wait until the, uh, the promo for this episode is Chris has a tail. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I had a question about this so yeah the citizen app right yeah. you're listening to police scanners all day how long were you there you were there for like a, a year maybe I was there for
2: uh just about a year yeah so you're listening to police scanners
1: all the time that shit must be taxing mentally
2: oh. Depre- yeah was it depressing at all or were you- yeah it was depressing um for sure but I will say probably three quarters of the way through working there I like really like checked out and realized that like I could do very little work and they would still pay me for 35 hours a week yeah so after a while I was like pretty much just like not working and just like in this you know startup office and like drinking their kombucha and like whatever like really just like being an asshole you know but like also the, the you know the more time I spent there the more like kind of like angry i got like with their politics and was like you guys suck like this yeah. is like kind of some evil shit going mm-hmm. on yeah um i mean i thought that when i first started working there but like it was like okay i can either do this for really good money that's the other thing is they paid really well too yeah or i can like bartend and i was like i'm so have been bartending for 10 years i don't want to bartend yeah um so yeah yeah definitely listening to the police radio after a while is taxing but then you get numb kind of you know what i mean it's just mm. like
1: yeah, you're like Lincoln Park, dude. For ex- you, you'd, you'd I was be, gonna I'm say. So I was
2: I was gonna say that, yeah. But uh, wait, so yeah.
3: okay,
1: look, that's how you made some money, and you said that was your first thing. So we're we're barely scratching the surface. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, you had some other crazy corporate gigs. I mean, the citizen thing is fucking wild to me, just even thinking about it. But that's because I don't think about the way that, like, when I think if I was doing an audio job, what would I do for work? And I just think I would probably work with video. But you know, you know, uh, our friend Brad, who was up in Lincoln. Yeah. He used to work at scholastic
0: oh yeah that's right yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the wait, the, the guy who has the studio
1: yeah yeah he refuses to come on the pod so we will we'll, <laughs> we'll get over this real quick <laughs> he heard he the da- pod
2: and now he refuses to come on is well, that what well, happened
1: i'll tell you about it okay my but what have you have you done any weird things like that Where like because uh, that are maybe aren't related to video and stuff right it's right. a crazy one right i imagine um, most of your work is related to video
2: kind of yeah i mean now it's like podcast heavy you know right, right. um but any weird? No, I think I think Citizen was probably the weirdest one, the strangest one that I did. Where it's like, yeah, it's audio related, and like, it was audio related enough that like I got hired. But also, I should add that I got my roommate hired there doing the same job as me, and he had no audio experience whatsoever. They literally Damn. just needed somebody. Um, so, so did you actually need any of your audio expertise no, in that job? No, no. no. Is it, but is not. that why you got the job I think so I mean I just like replied to the ad it was a, cra- it was a, fucking, it was a Craigslist ad Oh, wow. you know like I was like looking on Craigslist like pretty much for like service industry jobs you yeah. know and then saw that and I was like oh okay cause like I don't know I've like interned at studios here in New York and like worked at them and it's a, it's a tight knit thing of course and the money sucks the money is bad you know well it's because people want to do it because yeah it's it's fun it is fun it's really fun you know but like at that point like you know and this is like i guess kind of what i've done and like what some of my friends have done where it's like i love doing this it's really fun but i can make more money and have control over it if i do it independently and yes don't work i mean there's obviously pros to working at a big nice you know No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Working at a large and beautiful studio. (laughs) um, You know, there's like, yeah, there's pros of
1: that. But like. But dude, that's the thing is I think it's the same same way in video. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. if you want that stability, then that's the trade off. You can get stability and you maybe make a little less money or it's a little less fulfilling or something like that. If you go out on your own and you quote unquote freelance, which in reality, I I hate the term freelance because I get it, but it's not freelance. It's you are your own company. It's it's you already starting your own company.
2: I was was going to say, I think you're Alexa, you're a good example of the of that. Like, it's like, yeah, you grind for a bit. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're not making as much money as you want to be. But then eventually you can build this thing that's your own and like have that control. You know what I'm at saying? At some
1: point you don't even have a choice. It's just that after you've been yeah, doing yeah, it for yeah. long enough, it builds upon itself. Right. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I don't Are know. I, I've got a lot of respect for this man named John Taffer. Oh, He's the man. host of Bar Rescue and he doesn't embrace excuses. He embraces solutions. And that's how I feel, man. I'm out here like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to make excuses and work at a place I hate. I'll make a solution and go right. make my own place that I like. You know what I mean? And then I'm going to hire people to work there who have no choice.
3: And, they got, and they got to do a podcast I'm gonna with me. I'm <laughs> going to get my friends to work here. Dude, honestly, like, that's reality, ideal. I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, I would like... I, and I think anybody like us, like the three of us, that like does this kind of like post-production work, mm-hmm. that's, that's, the, that's the dream pretty much is you have this kind of like, you know, I guess production house where you can choose what you want to do. You can pitch to who you want to yeah. pitch and you can hire... Your friends, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, it's funny. You say production house, and yeah. I would say at this point last year,
1: if you asked me, I would have said, "No, no, no, we do strictly post." At this point, I would say actually, yeah, we. I I think the future of this is production, but not in the kind of uh, stereotypical idea of like having really nice cameras and a bunch of lights right. and shit and doing all that or doing any photo work. I think our production is audio production, yep. or you know. Animation, that kind of stuff, yeah. like that, we can do. Because, like again, the game day show we do versus that one we do soup to nuts. Like, we, oh, absolutely. We, we, we conceptualize it. We write the script. We do the VO. We do the animation. We do everything,
2: and that's production. That's production. That's yeah. a production house, and that's like what we were talking about off mic, where it's like if you can pitch that to a big company who like has a lot of money and is pretty much too lazy to sort out all of the things that your production house has already sorted out yeah. that like you're all set you know what i mean they don't want to think about that shit they want to pay you to think about that you know and worry about it
1: yeah i'm excited i mean i, I hope in the future that we can like actually get something up and running yeah, you know what for I mean? sure if you yeah. had to make a i mean and this is i know off the top of the head so you know if, i understand if you don't have the right answer right away but if you had and this goes to you as well chris if you okay. had to make a podcast, if right now, like you got an opportunity to create a podcast, uh, what would it be if you had unlimited funds? You know what I mean? And, unlimited and, and, funds. Unlimited funds. The company was into it and they were willing to fund it. And it, I guess it, you can say anything. It can be a narrative thing if you want to tell a big story or it
2: can be maybe like a, you know, a weekly kind of interview show, whatever right. the hell, you know. I think... That is a tough question. Off the top of my head, the first thing I thought of was, like, something to do w- with, like, you're interviewing really old people. Hell, I yeah. Think, All right. You, like, I think having a really old person on a podcast is funny. You got to come meet Uncle Mike. Who's that? Uncle Mike is a sizzle real
1: uncle. He's coming on next month. You're okay. going to love him. He grew up in a story of starting in the 60s or something. Oh, yeah. You're you going to you love go. this guy.
2: Actually, we'll bring you on so you can talk to him. Too. Yeah, no, I'd love that. Um, you you want to talk to old people. Kind of yeah I mean like I want to talk to like old people about like maybe like cringy stuff so I think that if I, so yeah I'll connect this uh, it involves old people and it's talking about like pretty like cancel worthy like cringy stuff you know wow. Okay. I think I would like to I don't know how like groundbreaking it is for like a white dude to be like pushing the envelope on a podcast I, I like, <laughs> but like um, I would oh I mean this is on par with being cringy and cancelly. I'd like uh, old people's take on Michael Jackson um, and like James Brown, like all these like really great artists that are like absolutely like, you know, pretty much canceled because they've sexually assaulted and uh, physically assaulted people. So yeah, yeah, because that's like, this isn't related. That's my one bad take uh, as far as like cancel culture and like, things like that goes, is that Michael Jackson gets a pass. Um, because uh, I think he does.
1: I don't know anything about the Michael Jackson story. Like, all I know is everything that we know in terms of headlines. Yeah, right? I've
0: never delved into it. I think a big reason he gets the pass is because he, he wasn't convicted. Like, that, that was a big deal. I like mean, you know, walking out with the umbrella, like, that's... Uh, that's I, mean, I, I
1: literally you know, remember. Was, I, was, I
2: was like 12 or 13, and I remember that. That was like yeah. a big deal.
1: OJ wasn't convicted, but
2: he did it. Uh, right. I mean, listen. And we can, like, yeah, obviously cut this out if this is a little too much. I don't no. care, dude. Okay, all right. So Plus, we're in minute, like, 49. No one's going to listen. <laughs> right.
3: No That's one's right. going <laughs> to get here.
0: One of our five listeners is on the
1: podcast
3: right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Braxton
0: if you're listening what's up bro
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Braxton check this out I think okay. that's our I think Braxton's our one
1: listener still hanging on <laughs> Ben fell off by the wayside oh man Trey, he, he
0: got his red lobster and he dipped
1: yeah Trey jumped in for like a couple weeks but Braxton is like everyone's just here through. for the red lobster
2: that's why I'm here I'm waiting for you guys to take the <laughs> <laughs> fucking red lobster I have bad
1: news <laughs> wait what were you saying
2: you were oh sorry. yeah okay the, the Michael Jackson take yes, is that okay let's say he's Absolutely guilty, which I think he is. I, there's no doubt in my mind that he uh-huh. assaulted these little kids. The music that he made and gave to this world is worth it. And you can't, like, <laughs> listen, like, listen. I love it. No, I, Jesus like, it's not, Christ. it's like not PC and it's like not cool. But the thing is, is like, if you're that fucking amazing of an artist, you know. There's a sliding scale of, like, evil shit uh, that you can get away a, a with. A moonwalking scale. A moonwalking. <laughs> someone said he was moonwalking the scale where it's like, okay, like, we get to have Michael Jackson and his music and his art, and we have to sacrifice, uh, what is it, like, I don't know, like, seven or eight kids?
3: <laughs> yeah. I, this is actually great. Seven eight is, kids, I, you convinced me.
2: Seven or eight eight absurd. That, kids that you've never met, okay? You don't know these kids. Like, they were in the Mickey Mouse Club and, like, whatever. Um, but anyways michael jackson and my other one is james brown too uh because james brown uh has tons of sexual assault cases he's shot people uh pcp was also a professional boxer too what happened to pcp yeah, we, we had this about. conversation uh, last week on our vacation yeah whatever happened PCP? because when I we were kids know.
1: they
0: were always like watch out for pcp yeah and now we're like I haven't heard about PCP oh, in like
1: 20 years. I've done
0: like every drug that I I've wanted to do. It, it, it hasn't even been available. It's, it's, never, it's never
2: even been an option yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I smoked PCP <laughs> when, not, 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 not recently, like when I was like a teenager. Jesus. There was like this big I was probably like, I don't know, a summer or something where like all of this weed had fucking PCP in it. And like you know, I was like, uh, like 16 or 17. And it was just like, all right, we're not going to stop smoking weed because there might be PCP in it. (laughs) I love it. I I would have had the same attitude. And then like one night, like uh, there was it was PCP. We smoked PCP (laughs) and (laughs) and it was fucking insane. Really like. Not fun, but like I understand the violence that comes from people that smoke PCP because you're just ready to like fucking like take on an army what's the idea behind yeah I don't it? even like, know why would you do it I have no idea why people do it recreationally but
0: I, I don't know what the draw is like I don't know even what the effects are is it like a is it psychedelic is it like a cross between crack no, and something else yeah, like, it's like
2: a speedy it's like a speedy uh, and and also dopey kind of thing Where like I re- I remember this I, I was sitting in uh, a Honda Civic in the backseat you know, Best place to do classic, drugs. like you know, yeah, whatever. That's the Bake, spot. Like smoking a vanilla Dutch master, baking out the car, <laughs> and like I remember, like clenching my fist harder than I've ever clenched my fist before, and Damn. I was just like, it was really speedy, almost like, like in a bad cocaine kind of way, where it's like too speedy and it's like cut with something, you know. Jesus. But like you're just like ready to fucking like rage, and it's no good. That sounds like a bad time. It doesn't. It was yeah, no, it was it was bad. No, and especially if you're like just like trying to like smoke weed in what? a Civic with your friends.
1: So, you know. Chris, what would your podcast be that you would want to make? A dream <laughs>
2: podcast. <laughs> Hard segue. You know. So, anyways, Chris, the, the, this might be <laughs> this
0: might be a recency bias thing, but. I was thinking, do they have podcast game shows? Oh man, because I think that would be a lot of fun if you could find a way to to translate that into audio. Well, I want to do that. I, I still want to do that, like Mount Rushmore game
1: show
2: thing, but it's just a lot of getting people together. You know, I like, think Chris, with that route, you're going back into uh, like you know, like old school radio shows where you call in and win something. That's like the game show okay. aspect, of, and I well, mean, that's true. Or you go to Red Lobster or something. You know, yeah, like, there you go. <laughs> But, no, uh, we,
1: I I would say it would be it would be actually doable to do here. We get one person and then three contestants and But is there a, a way to show.
0: do it where there's no visual aspect? Totally purely audio. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like any and, trivia. And any trivia game. Okay. Well, like, but, uh, but is it fun to just listen to other people do trivia?
1: I'd say so. Yeah, there's a lot of so. people who would love to do like yeah. love trivia stuff. And when I'm yeah. scrolling on TikTok, there's like trivia things and I watch the entire yeah. video cuz I just love playing along, you know. Yeah. But, Chris, that's a great idea. That is a good idea. That's cool. a lot we, better than my idea. I think we've got to right. pitch it. I think yeah. we've got to pitch it somewhere. Okay. Let's we need it. to call up with a little podcast pitch deck and get that shit out there. You know what I mean? Get it floating around the I thought we had New one. York ether. Did we make a podcast pitch deck already? No, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. think we did. I don't think we did. But we'll do it at some point. Um, well, you know what? We're getting right to the end of the show. And you know what we like to do at the end of the show. We like, to, we like play,
0: to play 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 you guys out with the We do bit like to play you
1: guys out, but uh, why don't else? we we're gonna start it up right now. What's the song called, Bill? It's playing right underneath us as well. Yeah,
2: playing. yeah. This is uh it's called Mr. Mrs. Um and this is uh what I was talking about the short film music video about. Um Yeah, that's the song. You know what's so funny? We were talking about this a few weeks ago
1: where we said, you know, if you're gonna make a music video I was saying this upstate when we were recording the last album. I said If you want to spend, you know, 300 bucks and make a music video, fuck you.
3: (laughs) And and, and if you want to spend
1: 5,000 bucks and make a music video, fuck fuck you. you. You're better (laughs) off spending tens of thousands of dollars and making a short film and submitting it to festivals and not even putting your music in it. Just go ahead and make a fucking film. Just make a film.
2: film Don't spend
1: 300 bucks to make a terrible music video. Just spend money making a film.
2: No one likes music videos. Make a short film. That's
1: how I feel as well. How it is. Um Bill, where can people find you? On the socials, on Spotify? Yeah.
2: yeah, Spotify is Bill Waters. Instagram is Bill Waters underscore. And that's about it.
1: That's it. And then Chris, where can the people find the sizzle reel?
2: Well on Instagram we're
0: at Sizzle Reel Gang. Same thing on Twitter. And then we have a, uh, a TikTok that hasn't been updating a little bit. But but we, we we've got some stuff. Oh, it's coming. We we have things planned. It's just been a it's been a bit busy It's been time. a
1: tumultuous time, we're moving.
0: Anyway, on TikTok it's Shishkin Production. Yes. And uh, of course, as always, you got to call the Sizzle Reel Cold Line. The 3- Cold Line. 332 333 4361. Or just send us an email. Why not? That's sizzlereelgang at gmail.com. That's right. And the ne- tune in next week where you're going to find out what our next contest
1: is. And uh, it's going to be first voicemail. And wins we're going to find contest. out, too. <laughs> Same here. All right, Bill, thank you for joining thanks, us. Bill. Chris, thank you yeah, for joining us. Thanks for us. having me. Yeah. And-
0: Sizzlers,
2: we'll sizzle next time. My
3: that you're right.
0: Hey, Alexi, let me ask you, Mm. you make a mean cocktail or no? I'm
1: pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua and it was way too sweet and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Barman.
0: Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Barman. Oh, so you can just, like, shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to WanderingBarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Barman. Yeah, Wandering Barman.
3: Shishkin Productions Podcast